In the words of the legendary Lou Gellerman, hello, dog fans, and welcome to the Sound the Siren podcast, because everything matters. I'm joined this evening by Coker of TSIO fame to talk all things softball and all things with the clusterfuck that was the seating and, and uh, tournament scheduling. Coker, how are you doing tonight otherwise? Uh, otherwise, I'm doing fantastic. This is one of my favorite times of year with uh, regionals coming up and, and super regionals. Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite times of year. Yeah. Uh, any beverages of choice? Uh, water or uh, or uh, Mexican Coke? No, I had a very, I guess, exactly what you expect me to have for dinner. I had uh, macaroni and cheese and tuna for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, and I had some a Coke with that. Nothing nice. right now. I'm trying to... Yeah. I've been trying to... Uh, not go to the bathroom every other minute so <laughs> yeah no i uh i had some water i had a, a good fried rice for dinner and uh and just uh, had some water but but not uh not consuming anything at the moment um so i mean i think without further ado i don't think we're gonna be super structured with the conversation but no. just kind of free form it um <laughs> I certainly, you know, uh, I had a number of thoughts on uh, uh, on Sunday when the seating was announced, but uh, but the floor is yours. <laughs> well, I, I I just think back to right before that started. Right, you DM'd me and you're like, where where do you think they'll be? And I said, you know, after seeing the tournaments, the weekend tournaments, and the championship games, and seeing some some losses that people had, and obviously UW lost uh, a couple games to Stanford. Um, but I, I told you, I was like, okay, you know, I, I think we're still going to get that five or six spot, um, before, before the season came out. And then if you watch my Twitter feed, if you're like playing it back, you'd see like, you know, I didn't react when the the five came up. I, I don't think I reacted when the six came up and then the seven came up and I think it was LSU. If I remember right, just off the top of my head. I think that sounds right. Yeah. No preparation here, but, um, that's when I said, you know, so I'm starting to get upset at the seven spot, right? For us. Yep. And then I'm thinking, okay, well now we're in the we're in the eight spot, and I don't necessarily want to be there um, because then you're facing Oklahoma in the uh, in the first game of the World Series potentially. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well, then that means I don't want to be in the ninth spot either. And then I certainly don't want to be in the tenth spot because that means we play UCLA in the first game okay. of the. So uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Sorry, I just had a a text come through and I wanted to check it because I thought I heard a noise. But <laughs> no. So good. so yeah. At that point, you know, you're just I was floored. Once the seven seed came up, I don't have the seeds in front of me. I, I, I could look it up, but I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Um, but so I was, you know, once we get through 10, I'm like, okay, we're going to be 11, right? Then, okay, well, we'll be 12. And that means we're, we're in a really good favorable spot for when we get to the World Series. And <laughs> oh my God, then you see like Kentucky, Missouri, Duke. Yeah. Oklahoma State, I think, is the, is, is got the five, the... right? Or yeah, they're the five or the six. It's sorry, the the bracket that I was able to pull up is not. But yeah, like Kentucky at fourteen, Arizona at eleven, uh, Arizona State is I think what fifteen. 
yeah, two Pac-12 teams that we finished ahead of had better conference records. Um, we won 40 games, they didn't, and yet they're a higher seed than we are. Like finished well ahead of two, not just yeah, a, not like you know, a one or two game margin. Oh, and, and by the way, what were we two and zero against Arizona, and we split with Arizona State. Yeah, and the games we won against Arizona State, it was like blowouts. Yeah, uh, or Oregon, you know, who also got the short end of the hose. Um, we took three out of one, uh, three out of four from them with some blowouts. Um, yeah, so like Tennessee's a nine, right? Mm-hmm. Missouri's an eight. Oklahoma State, actually, Oklahoma State was a, is a five, and that was the one where I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me? Two Big Twelve teams in the top five? Right? Texas and, is and then, a twelve. Duke is a thirteen. Yeah, and and then we got the litany of the uh, SEC, SPN teams, as I'm going to start calling them. Like, yeah, Duke is a thirteen seed, allowing a team that's not even in the top twenty five to host. Yeah, Georgia is hosting Duke, and. It is one of the most, uh, I'm not a big conspiracy theory person, but I mean, you can't help but wonder like what was, who, who was, who was talking to the committee. I would love to see like a freedom of information request on, on the emails of the committee members. Um, I, there is just, and the reason I didn't feel like I even needed to do any research on this, like to, to look at stats on teams and, mm-hmm you watch the games, right? Like we're, we're forced to watch SEC because they're on ESPN all the time. So I've seen a lot of SEC softball. Thanks again, Larry. Yeah. Really bang up job on that TV contract. Um, but I'm sorry. Like you look at, I know we had some bad losses, right? I feel like we haven't played to our potential this entire season. Sure. Uh, maybe that Oregon series was the closest we've gotten. Uh, so I, mm-hmm. I'd certainly not saying we're one of the, you know, all those teams in the top four, I think are earned. I, uh, I think sure. UCLA should be the top team in the country, but I agree. That's fine. Um, but you cannot watch the games and look at our, our team and the way we play and our lineup. And I'm telling you, you watch, you watch some of these teams that are, that are ranked you get to the six through nine batters, it's not even like not even close to what Washington has, right? Right. And and then obviously like the games we lost, Gabby's not pitching. Right. Like we're not going to throw Gabby four games of it. That has to matter for something. Right. And that's where I just feel like the committee just had a complete failure on seeding because you have to assume that what is Washington with Gabby? It's, right, it, it's a top six team in the country. There's, there's no doubt. And like I said on Twitter, like these, these coaches, every coach in the country, that the people that are watching the games even closer than you or I do, right, or mm-hmm. any fan because it's different for the coaches, they all know Washington is a top at worst eight team in the country. Like there's, there's way too much talent on that team that everybody would. All these, most of these teams ranked ahead of us would take our lineup over theirs. Oklahoma, probably not. UCLA, probably not. UCLA would definitely take some some of our players for sure. Sure. But then every other program, straight up switch over the lineups, they're taking taking our, our team. Yeah. And it's, 
it's one of the biggest shams I have ever seen. And the reason I'm so mad is first, you know, you just think about Sis Bates, you know, uh, Morgan Flores, two of the all-time greats. Yep. And they just got, you know, they, they got the short end of the stick. And, um, and it's wrong. I think the committee is like stewards for growing the game of of softball i think it's a great sport and more people need to watch it washington and oklahoma now we'll talk about the michigan matchup potentially but if washington and oklahoma play in a super regional it's a disservice to the game of softball like both those teams need to be you know not playing each other in a super oklahoma is is the team that should be the most pissed right now yeah, I was going to, uh, that was one. Yeah, that was going to be something that I was going to say is that I think you were spot on that Oklahoma should be pissed because that's, I mean, like when you talk about top five, you know, top four, top five, top six, you know, you know, the boundary of teams that are at that elite level. And I think Washington is definitely there. These are all matchups of things that you could conceivably or very easily see in saying if this, if this tournament was seated right, you know, and we were a, a five seater and I forget completely how it breaks out. But would anybody be surprised if in the the the, the championship series, if this seat, tournament had been seated right, was Oklahoma and Washington? Yeah. Or was Washington and UCLA? Or was yeah. Florida State and Washington? Or, um, or Alabama? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just horseshit. And it looks like, to me, it looks like it was dictated somehow. I mean, yes, I think it was partially based on how the conference hurts itself in the TV deal that we've mentioned, um, but that it's almost just, it's either, it's ESPN catering to their, to their bread and butter conference and saying like, here's what we want. And yes, it's, I think I tweeted about it. I said, it's, it's like matchups by Vince McMahon. Like it's not, it's not based on what actually happened on the field all season long. It's like, Hey, what can we do? And I'm like, and the other piece of it's like, oh, well, yeah, it's a great, you know, it's it's going to be incredible television in a super regional, um, you know, no disrespect to Michigan. I'm I'm certainly hopeful. That, you yeah, know, we could they're, they're we really, could lose. Yeah, yeah. They're really no good. And, and they're, we're going to get there. Yeah. But. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. However, I um, if there's anything that I, I think it's a balance that the team has to strike. Um, I think that that's one pissed off group of ladies yeah for sure and i like i loved their response um and i wouldn't want to play as pissed off (laughs) no yeah (laughs) with something to prove but uh you know i have confidence in the team that you know we'll get through and and i think you're absolutely right that oklahoma should be pissed because this is a like you know if you know yes they've got a great lineup and they've got great you know and they've got good pitchers but any good you know and, and and here's the danger with us and and with unfortunately our, our struggles you know in the circle after gabby mm-hmm. um you know gabby has an off day and, and our seat you know could have two off games and the season's over yeah that's it um but yeah i don't want to play washington i don't like no. honestly if i'm any team in the tournament right now i don't want to play a pac-12 team because the whole no, damn conference is pissed but that that's the thing that just irks me and i think it irked you know here's one of the things like that really just stood out like you have coaches around the country publicly saying out loud immediately after what a bad job the committee did like that that's not that's pretty rare right to see teams that made it that were highly seeded you know and then you have mike Kondrea who 
for those that don't know, is like, you know, he's the national team coach for decades, basically now, eight national championships. For him to just basically say it's completely ridiculous, and and UCLA's coach on the broadcast, and um, but the thing that just gets to me, and the reason I think it just, I think, you know, I talked about trying to grow the game, and I think those ESPN executives are trying to grow the game for the SEC. Yep, I think that's what they're trying to do, uh, not for the for the country, because um, you think about the matchups, right? Uh, Washington is going to play Oklahoma or Michigan is going to play Oklahoma. Right. You know, that that's a tough matchup regardless for Oklahoma. Obviously, if mm-hmm. they play Washington, it's a ridiculous matchup. Um, UCLA and Arizona are lined up to be in a super regional uh, or Arizona State, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's going to eliminate a Pac-12 team. Um it's just, it's just. Um, they spread the tournament out so the SEC looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then, like you said, Georgia hosting as a, a as a receiving sub five hundred conference team. Yeah, like, as a receiving votes. I mean LSU. Yeah, they had the hardest schedule in the country, but they lost nineteen fucking games. Yeah. Get and like, you know, to look at LSU as a. Um, I think they've got the the sixth seed or this or it was the seventh. I'm sorry, but yeah, like thirty two and nineteen over a forty one and eleven Washington, or even if you know if you're going to seed a Pac twelve team higher, Arizona was thirty six and fifteen or something to that mm-hmm. effect. And like it just, you know, you can't tell me that our conference isn't every bit as like it. it I mean, yes, the Pac twelve doesn't have a great reputation in football and men's basketball, but men's basketball, look what happened in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um. Every other sport, the Pac-12 is the conference. Like mm-hmm. you know, it is the dominant. Conference. Other other conferences are chasing or trying to catch. Like they, yeah, like the SEC is chasing us, and they're they've got a, a, you know, an advantage because of the TV revenues and all of those pieces, and that they've created you know sports you know in stadium palaces for mm-hmm. for you know for softball, and that's great. I want that to be the case everywhere, and that's what yeah. I want for the Pac-12. I think we talked about that if if not on the last episode. Uh, I think we we chatted briefly after or before about you know improvements we'd like to see at husky softball stadium like we need to get there but in terms of the level of play get out of here tell if you think that any other conference is anything close to the pac-12 i I said a couple weeks ago like if you just sat down and watched like consecutively like the top uh four teams in the conference in the pac-12 play and then you watch the top four teams in the conference in the sec play it's you will see a noticeable difference in the in the length of the lineups. When, you, like I said, when you get down to that number six hitter, mm-hmm. and our number nine hitter is like would be one of the top four hitters in a team for every single SEC team. Our number nine hitter, Jalen Alton, would be t- hitting okay, top yeah. four for Lead every for single second, SEC probably. team. Yep. So, like, you just can't. And then historic, like this year with with the way schedules were with covid um no one wanted to travel to play like arizona traveled one one uh, big away series i think they went to alabama or florida i can't remember but like teams aren't going to come up to seattle we're not going to fly out to the southeast to play a big non-conference game like it's just a complete crock of shit like it, and honestly it, it it's a pisses me I'm, off 
it would be weird to do so, but I mean, like the way the other thing to think about it is that you should almost the teams are essentially the same as they were last year yes. for the season that was interrupted. You honestly should probably take both seasons worth of work into account. Yeah, yes, there's new point. freshmen, yeah. but like, what did we lose before the season got stopped last year? Two games. I three? think we're twenty three and one or twenty three and two, and we're we're just. <laughs> And then UCLA people. didn't have Bubba Nichols and Rachel Garcia, and uh, don't even get me started on last year. We were, like it was, it was looking good, <laughs> but yeah, like, but yeah, like, I don't know. But I mean, but that kind of thing. Need, I mean, yes, it's you know every season is different, but it's it's just a crock of shit, and it's not fair to the athletes. That's that's ultimately like, obviously, I'm biased to the University of Washington, but you. It's the way the tournament was seated. The yeah, the and it's just the, the way that the SEC had been built up all year. I, I've been watching these games and uh, talking with my with my husband while we're watching, and <laughs> um, you know we're we're laughing at like you know like first the TV deal, right? Like we were watching our game last week, and it's mm -hmm. on a stream, right? Like we're streaming it onto our TV from our laptop or our iPad. Yep. And then we're watching like Missouri play Arkansas on ESPN or Missouri and Georgia or something, some crap like that. And it's just mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, are you kidding? But yeah, just, just watch the games and it's, but it's yeah, easy to see. Like the, the SEC is. has had like 10 teams in the top 25 all season. And then like, the bottom four teams are all like under 500, well under 500 and they're ranked, you know? So it's just, it is, it's, it's whatever. Not, and yeah, it's not a clean competition. There's, there's influence that isn't clean and it isn't based on, on what's been happening on the field. And that's a hundred percent. So, um, well, should we talk about the, the, the regional that we do get yeah. to host? Um, yeah. And, you know, certainly no disrespect to Portland State or Seattle U. And I think, you know, I, I certainly also want to shout out Seattle U. They've had a really great year. Yeah. Um, and they're and starting Portland to build State a, winning, winning, their, winning their conference down there. You know, they're I think they're they're building a pretty good program up there and, you know, in Capitol Hill on, on the backside of the hill. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it will certainly come down to UW and Michigan. Um, how do you see the matchup? <laughs> it's the matchup like one of those matchups you don't like. Uh, just with the way we've been playing this year, I mm -hmm. said earlier, we haven't played to our potential all year, um, which kind of gives me some hope at the same time, too. Mm -hmm. Because if if we haven't, I think you might agree with that with that statement, too. Um, Absolutely. I think the Oregon series was the best series we played, for sure. But we just have not been at the level that I think we can play at uh all year and the problem that we have is when we run into good pitching or above not even good like the next level above good and i think michigan has that potentially um i haven't seen much of them play but just looking at their numbers now all their numbers are conference only and the big 10 is not a good softball conference um yeah it's it's michigan and kind of sort of northwestern sometimes and Minnesota sometimes, and that's really about it, if I remember right, off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't think I can. I remember even seeing another Big Ten team in a tournament. Yeah, I, I mean, just thinking it through. Ever so. like, I mean, and I'm not. I, I think your your level of softball expertise exceeds mine, but 
I pay enough attention that I'd remember if a Wisconsin was there or an Ohio State or an Illinois or yeah. a Rutgers, you know. Yeah. But just historically speaking, right, Michigan yep. is clearly the best team in the conference for a long time. They have a coach spinner for 30-plus years, Ann Hutchins, I, th- I think is her name, mm-hmm. um, a legend. Um, and But they just don't have the anywhere near the depth of – even I'll say they don't even have the depth that the SEC has. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so it's hard to know exactly what we might be looking at because we didn't get to see them play other teams um, outside sure. of their conference. So, But it is a recipe that I don't particularly like because their pitchers have a lot of strikeouts uh, per nine, or per seven. And uh, I just I do have some worries there. But, boy, they're going to be fired up uh UW is and Michigan will be too though like Michigan has a, a gripe too for not being in the top 16 um sure without question so but boy Washington not being <laughs> that walkout was so great like I want yeah. that played on a loop <laughs> I um I, I think the tweet that I'm probably proudest of this week um and, and I, I try and have my good moments on Twitter but um was the the NCAA softball account tweeted out like oh you know what's your picture of the week of and like and they took I think it was four pictures of teams that were reacting and really happy about getting seeded and getting to play in the tournament and and I just retweeted and you know took a quick screenshot of of our team walking out I'm like oh not uh, for me it's this one yeah just you know the back of Husky softball walking out of the room Um, Mm -hmm. and and I want to shout them out again like I was so impressed like. Number one, I love that energy and the fact that, you know, they, they, you know, throughout the rest of the selection show, you know, when they, every time they went to Holly Row, our team was out on the field. Yeah. They said, all right, all right, let's go to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if, if, if our A game shows up over the, you know, certainly over regionals and super regionals, um, I think that's, if our, if we have our A game, you know, if we can get through this weekend, get by Michigan, um, and we have our aim game in Norman. That's going to mm-hmm. be incredible, incredible softball to watch. So, kind of doing a peek ahead, like we can. Michigan's tough. I'm not, uh, you know, like we can lose to Michigan for sure. Mm-hmm. But if we let's say we win the regional, uh, again going back to the team that should be the most pissed is probably Oklahoma, because I'm telling you, like, once I saw that we weren't 15, like. You you knew we knew what our that we we're going to be sixteenth, yep. just like and that's like one of the reasons why like the team walked out right like they knew the region was set they already knew because it's just math they know who the who they're playing already but anyways I did you did not want to be I think UCLA is much tougher than Oklahoma. Um. Oklahoma has a great, great offense, but they play in the Big 12. And they don't face good pitching. Um, they're still a very, very, very good offense. But they don't have the pitching. They don't have that pitcher that I'm talking about, like Michigan has, like, two good pitchers. Scare you. They do have good pitching, but it's, a, it's, it's not something that we haven't hit before. And we have such a good lineup, too. And this is why I think UCLA should have been the number one. Is if you put up, and it's, it kind of goes back to again the terrible seeding with Washington not being a top 
16, but if you put the lineup, I've been saying this all year. I, I don't want to play UCLA until the championship game. If we, if we can make it that far, you want to play Oklahoma. You want to be an Oklahoma side because if you put the lineup ahead that we have versus what they've faced all year and the runs that they've given up, that Oklahoma's given up to teams, we, we have a great lineup uh, and a great chance to score runs against them. And Gabby is a great pitcher. Um, shout yeah. out to Gabby for being a top, a finalist for the National Player of the Year. The, uh, she's won the final three. Um, if she can hold them to like six runs or less over the course of a two games here, over the course or just of two in games. a game, yeah. I, I think there. I think our offense can score on, can score six plus runs a game against Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, just because I just don't think their pitching is, we faced much better pitching throughout the season in the conference. So, um, sure. it's it's a favorable. If we're gonna play, you know, it's almost I want to like, play Oklahoma. I don't want to get dive deep into the. You know, I I want to respect your other podcast, but it, the the metaphor that I'm coming up with to some extent, it's like what we've asked the you know of our offense on the football side for the last five ten mm-hmm. years of like the defense is so good and Gabby is so good just score more than what the the defense is going to give up and you know, with yep. football it's like we're not going to give up to unless a team has like an elite offense we're just not going to give up more than like 17 or 20 points mm-hmm. just and gabby i unless gabby has just a horrible horrible and is off yep gabby's not going to give up more than like th- three runs tops i'd be mm-hmm. shocked if she gives up two mm-hmm. you know or like one bad inning and with the offense if the if the bats are firing Good night. Yeah, and that's the that's the nice thing if we can if we can get by Michigan, because um, Gabby's going the rest of the way now. Um, yeah, <laughs> hopefully we can get her some rest in the you know in our regional a little bit before playing Michigan. But um, she's she's going the rest of the way, and Gabby does have those games where she has a you know a bad couple innings, but we're going to be sticking with her, and like I think we can kind of recalibrate if we do get to play Oklahoma. Where it's like if Gabby gives up three runs in an inning, we stick with her because we can still score. We can score against Oklahoma. So, because um, Oklahoma, they they are legit offensively, but but Arizona's legit offensively too, and and Gabby handled them, and you know they have two like a they have an Olympian on their team and and all that. Like there's we UCLA is legit offensively too. Um, yeah, you know so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Gabby can Gabby can hold her own, you know. It's just, can we get, can we get two? If we get to supers, can we get two really good Gabby games? Yep. Um, and that first game is so crucial. Um, so yep. can we get that first game? Can Gabby be really good and put the pressure on them? And put that pressure on them to um, uh, have to win the second game. Uh, so yeah, but man, it's just a great time of year. But it was just such a it could have been set so much. Uh, just, like, I mean, like, it sucks I'm that we have to at... play. If we win, we have to play Oklahoma. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, we it's should. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I mean, looking at the bracket now, like even, like, should we, you know, in Missouri or Tennessee's in the eight or nine, where you're still probably there you know, or you're playing Oklahoma in, you know, round one or, you know, the first mm-hmm. game of, of the world series, but those are, that's, or even being, you know, down in the bottom half of the bracket in, 
Texas or Duke's spot makes so much more sense and sets, um, yeah, I don't necessarily want Duke's because that would put Florida as our super regional, but, um, but like in the text, like number one, we should, I agree with you. We should not have been outside the top eight to begin with. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's just a joke of epic proportions. You, you just can't, you could walk down. Okay. Like Oklahoma. Fine. They're, 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 they've had a better year. They deserve the number one or two seed UCLA. Yes. They deserve the one or two seed. Uh, and then you go from there, right? So again, we're talking about the we're at the number three seed now. We can beat, I think, if you play 10 times against Alabama, the number three seed, I think we win six games. Yep. Um, Florida, I think we win six games. Mm-hmm. LSU, I think we win seven or eight. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma like, State, I think, I think Oklahoma we win State. seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight. Um, with even above, with uh, I think like Oklahoma State and LSU and all of those teams that have the seeds in this range, not only if, if you get a good, I mean, if you get a great Gabby game, that's obviously going to be pretty much anyone in the country. Yeah. If you get a good Gabby game, you're going to win 18, you know, like an above average Gabby game is yeah. going to beat Oklahoma State seven times. Yeah. I mean, it's just, unless you, our bats so it's just, it's just act amazing. like the Mariners. Yeah. Like, I I wasn't going to argue that we should be ranked over Arizona or Alabama or Florida, right? Because sure. they they made it to their to their conference championship games. They've had good years. They have good players, <laughs> but I do know that they don't have the depth because he watched their six through nine hitters, and it's a different world. Um, but it's just so it's so stupid. Like the I you know the the results have to matter, and then. It's one thing if the results don't matter for the season seeding, but it's another if like you also ignore the eye test. And, and that's ignoring. maybe that might be why I'm so like just upset because like so, so our our win loss record did not matter, and then our eye test did not matter, and the our lineup did not matter. Yep, like it. We're just. Like and I said, we can lose to Michigan. We could not even make a super regional for sure. But you watch that season, you watch all of our games. No one in their right mind that knows softball is saying that that's not a top six team in the country. And, and meanwhile, oh, but we, you know, one of the I think it got said was the the loss to San Diego State and Nevada three months ago when the world was still under, you know, tight restrictions from a pandemic and who knew what the hell was going to happen. Mm-hmm. that matters get the yeah get the heck you, you know I, i'm saving some of my language for get the for heck the up song. out of here eh? yeah get the heck up out of here <laughs> i'm saving some of my language that'll be used on this episode for the for the song i'm tacking on at the end i'll just say it that way <laughs> yeah. it, i yeah, i was it, looking at uh the committee chair is his matt larson matt underscore larson nine AD for North Dakota North State. North Dakota State. Like this isn't a, this isn't like the FCS football playoffs. Like what the? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't like, understand. Just what? Like and the other point that I was going to make in terms of it's um, I think this this bracket and this tournament, or at least the the lead into this tournament, it's um, I see it as a hold my beer moment. Um, 
it, it you know the NCA got a tremendous black eye from the disparity in the the workout mm-hmm. facilities at the you know across the men's and women's basketball tournaments. Yeah. Um. You know, and shout out to Sedona Prince for calling that out. Um. But like, I see like that was terrible. This is as bad or worse. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, are we just having a competition? You know, a competition for who can make the stupidest fucking decisions. Like, yeah, and shout out Mark Emmert. Yeah, but it, it, you know, just the the game needs to grow, and this this bracket does not help uh, the game grow. It, it does not put the best foot forward. There's going to be teams making the World Series, and uh, get if we don't make the World Series, I'm not watching. <laughs> out of out of a uh, spite sure. and protest, of course, uh, I've already decided that. And I love the sport, right? Like mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite times of year. It's such a great sport. Um, but you're gonna be you're gonna watch some teams, and you're gonna see their, you know, their abilities and and their lineups at the bottom of the lineup, and you're gonna see hitters that are hitting two twenty, multiple hitters hitting two twenty. Uh, you know, we don't have as our top eleven players are all hitting over that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and we face we face better pitching, like it, without question. So, um, to use an old phrase, things that make you go, hmm. yeah. So you're just gonna see a, a level that's not the same as for those of us that get spoiled watching Washington play. You know, great defense, uh, good hitting. I want to see our hitting get better, and then the, w- one of the best pitchers in the country that. Uh, for sure going and it's uh it just makes me mad as a fan of softball um to see them do such a disservice to the players and and the future of the sport and even the even some some of these Pac-12 players greats like Natasha Watley and Stacy Newman yep. from UCLA talking about it I saw uh Daniel Laurie obviously so, but Victoria even non-Washington, Hayward. yeah, but non-Washington conference players, just like what the, what the they hell know. is this? Yeah, they know. Like, it, it's why Mike Contreya was like, Mike Contreya got a better seat than we did, and he was upset because he knows Washington's better than the Arizona. He's not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's just a disservice to, um, to the sport, and it's a yeah, great sport. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we need to see the best at the at the highest level, which is because it's when it's when the casual fans are going to pay attention, mm-hmm. and it's going to give the casual fans an excuse when they see those things that you're talking about. Say, I mean, not just the people that they've pissed off that I'm like, I'm not that you know, like you and uh, and like me that I'm like, I'm not going to be as engaged with it if Washington isn't in it. Um, I'm going to you know keep an eye on what's going on, but you know, for a casual fan that you know flips through and and if they just you know if they end up staying on it, it seeing six seven eight nine hitters that don't have a prayer against a good pitcher mm-hmm. that's that's not going to get them to come back whereas yep. you know having great teams you know in compelling matchups um where it is you know where you know washington on our best day or ucla on our best day or arizona or arizona state on their best day or oregon to some extent are going to scare team you know can scare a great team yeah <laughs> can scare a top four team in the country for sure. Some of these, you know, if, you know, a long shot or, you know, if somebody comes out of a regional that's unexpected and, you know, makes it to it through to, 
they're just not going to like, I'm sorry, but you know, an unranked team or an unseeded team is not going to beat UCLA. No, <laughs> like, yeah, get, it's, it's... get out of here. Like, yeah. Okay. Do you want run rule games in the, in the, in the women's college world series? Do you want that to be a right? I mean, like hell let's use the example of look at what happened in the championship series. Look at what say. UCLA did in the championship series two years ago, two years ago against a good team that deserved yeah. to be there oklahoma right like yeah they, and that's what, exactly that's what we're that's what we're saying oklahoma. though like they beat the first game of the championship series three game series ucla just came out 16 to 3 on oklahoma and like it's in oklahoma city so you you know you see their that's, fans that's... and it's just like but that's what i'm talking about though it, it is a different level like the top teams in this conference, the Pac-12, the Pacific 12 Conference, the Conference of Champions, it is a different level of softball out here. It yeah. it it is like that's why UCLA is better than Oklahoma. We can beat Oklahoma. Like Oregon could beat Oklahoma. Like you said, at their best, right? Arizona absolutely can beat Oklahoma. Can Arizona Mississippi State has State? a great lineup. Arizona State could beat Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Arizona State like, rakes. Yeah, like, oh my goodness, can can is Duke going to beat Oklahoma? Is <laughs> LSU going to beat? You know, like no, like come come on, like like God. we don't need to. And I, I I think it's a deeper conversation, and 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 one I'd certainly welcome you you back for if if we ha- ever covered any deeper thing interested on a more general conversation about college athletics. I think there's such a rush in college. You know, I think on on the football side, there's such a rush with the expansion of the playoff to, oh, we should make it more like the NFL and give more teams that haven't you know give give Boise State's a chance to to win a national championship. And and you know, in this, I to some extent, like I see it, it's like let's make more things like the NCAA tournament. Like, no, what makes the NCAA tournament great is because it's the differences in the sports and like those things should be celebrated yeah. and everything shouldn't be the NCAA men's basketball or NCAA women's basketball tournament. Those two tournaments themselves are completely different. Yeah. Just to, uh, comparing the two of them. Yeah. To comparing those two tournaments to, to each other. They're yeah, completely yeah. different. Yeah. And I love both of those. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> anybody that knows my brand, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knows I love both tournaments and knows um, that I have a deep amount of passion. But like, there's not, you know, you don't see as many crazy upsets no. in on the women's side because the the talent is just not as dispersed. Um, is not as dispersed. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's greater con- concentration of talent, and that's the same for in a lot of ways. It's the same for softball. Yeah. There is you know, that upper level of that we've talked about the whole pod five to six teams that have an elite level of talent that, you know, are, you know, at the beginning of the year, if you're going to put a bet on, you know, one of these five or six teams There's is going to be the national championship me. team. Yep. Like that's, that's like about 80% of where you put your money is yeah. these teams. There was five teams for me going into this season. You could probably go back and find my tweets, but it, it was Oklahoma, UCLA, Washington, Florida, Alabama. Yep. Those are the five teams that can win a national championship. And uh, I still believe that. I say I still think those are the five teams that can win a national championship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just look at... Yeah, there, there's more to talk about with, uh, with the inner workings of the NCAA and TV and television contracts and... Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, and, hope, uh, and I'm encouraged, and this is something we're going to cover... 
um, with the full group next week on the pod. Um, we're going to dive deep into into takeaways from from our new commissioner here in yep. the Pac-12 and all of the things that are very positive signs. There are certainly some a few comments that he made that are um, a little head-scratching or, or certainly he could have answered much better mm-hmm. uh, in hindsight, um, and, and I would hope that he corrects. Um, and I think that will certainly, you know, and I think it came out today that um, the SEC is going to disperse $23 million to each school in the conference um, for pandemic assistance. And this is a conference that didn't slow down for football and had full stadiums throughout. I can't um, tell you how, how painful that is. Yeah. And that's not a criticism of, of the, <laughs> that's not a political statement and not a criticism of, uh, of states that were more conservative about yeah. p- trying to prevent um their citizens from getting sick and <laughs> that's not a criticism at all. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's a statement more on the disparate natures of the of conference leadership and the import and, and how media deals have been structured and the importance of the PAC 12 getting it right. And not mm-hmm. only an understanding that, um, and I think we're, where he'll be uniquely positioned. And I hope is that with his background in digital media and understanding that, you know, traditional media or the traditional television market is just a piece of the pie that the Pac-12 can can leverage to drive revenue to the schools because that's ultimately what, what that, that's his to. job. Yeah, that, that's a hundred percent. Like they hire the presidents hire him to make money for the conference. That's that's the job. That's the number one thing that he has to do. And I, I am encouraged to. I, I won't go into it because you guys will talk about it. But just. Um, uh, with his background, you know, Vegas wants to make money, right? Like entertainment, you know, MGM is a huge, huge, huge brand and yep. company and they're in it to make money and they they make no qualms about it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm hopeful there and we need to, yeah. we need to catch up for sure. Or, or it not even, we're never going to catch up to the SEC and the big 10 just because of fans, right? Yep. And the number of fans that they have and everything like that. But we have we do have some advantages too, uh, with some cities and and things like that. And I think there's a lot of room for growth out here if we can get our act together with marketing and, and all that too. So Absolutely. Which and will I apologize. then help help us get a new softball stadium. <laughs> new or at least a, a permanent non non uh, plywood roof. For yeah, the announcing yeah, for the yeah. announce booth, and <laughs> you know, um, I I still want. Uh, we talked about it on the last pod, where I I still want people to to follow in the footsteps of Kristen Rivera and be able to launch balls out into the lake, yeah. um, but get a more permanent. You could easily put a more permanent structure, um, and expand some of the seating in center and right field, as well as you know, you could you could keep the the the. The, the outdoor cage and and pitching warm-up area down the left field line and you could cover that with stands mm-hmm. and, and get more people into the building and drive more yeah. revenue and there's a there's a number of different ways that that you know we talked about it I think I don't remember whether it was on the the recorded episode or whether we were just chit-chatting afterwards about you know selling tickets on in the edges of the stadium of Husky Stadium where you can look down and, and see from on high yeah because they can make uh the these super the, these regionals and super regionals are where they can make a lot of uh, a good amount of money for uh, the softball program for sure because yeah uh, that's where I, they yeah. get a lot of and then it, we get big series because we play really good teams out here in the Pac-12 every week because unlike some teams in the SEC that don't yep <laughs> because there's a number of really good teams out here yep. 
So like, I mean, there's, you know, you know, I think that I think you named two Pac-12 teams that are in that elite national championship caliber and Arizona State and Arizona are in that next tier down. They're not a far removed from it. And Oregon is probably a half a step down, maybe a step down from there. And Stanford certainly um, had, yeah. a, had a really good year this year. And it's. Yeah, we need to get their pitcher to transfer here. <laughs> <laughs> we love the portal here on the sound the yeah, siren podcast but unabash- <laughs> unabashedly all right coker any other thoughts that you'd like to add uh before we wrap this up no just go dogs and and be sure to watch uh it, it starts on friday and yep. i think we're the first games on espn3 we play portland state and then hopefully we win that game and we'll be playing michigan um, yep yeah 6 30 friday night um Go dogs, bow down, mightier the women. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, probably a long form episode. Take care, everybody. A little song for the selection committee for the softball tournament. Huskies, Huskies, oh, oh say fuck the fuck off. As does the whole Pac-12. Huskies, Huskies, want you to fuck the fuck off. Oh, hey there, selection committee. That bracket is worth less than TP. We know it came from ESPN and ruined the tourney that should have been. Huskies, Huskies, oh, oh, say fuck the fuck off, as does the whole Pac-12. Oh, Huskies, Huskies, want you to fuck the fuck off and bow down.